This is a Retail Insider Podcast. You're listening to The Weekly. Welcome to the Retail Insider Podcast. I'm Craig Patterson. We're joined here with Dustin Foose. He's an employee of Retail Insider, also formerly had uh, some associations with Disney and still does, of course, with the blog. And uh, we're talking about the closure of the Disney stores in Canada. Welcome, Dustin. Hey. So it was really unfortunate news. We uh, broke uh, the story on Monday about uh, Disney closing all of its stores in Canada. I didn't realize how big of a story it would be. It uh, became the most read uh, article in Retail Insider for 2021 quite easily, I would say. Um, what do you think it means uh, for Disney fans in Canada as we've uh, seen uh, Disney uh, uh, make you know making an exit from the Canadian market? Yeah, that basically shows that um, there is a a large Disney uh, contingent of fans up here uh, in in Canada, and they are passionate about the brand, passionate about the the environment, everything that Disney stands for, and that's why they're uh, you know effectively shutting down eighteen stores um, by paying out uh, the leases through uh, the various landlords in order to keep. Uh, that relationship intact for future uh, expansion and opportunities. It's easier to start with a clean slate than it is to go through, uh, you know, various litigation and making sure uh, to pay bills after the fact. Absolutely. And I should give some background information. We received uh, information from a couple of sources initially um, over the weekend that uh, Disney would be closing its stores. And after doing a fairly extensive research by talking to other sources, we were able to confirm it enough that we did uh, a story on it. And, uh, you know, we were the first to break this. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I have mixed feelings about it. Uh, you know, on the one hand, we were able to break a news story. On, on the other hand, I know that uh, there were many employees and many thousands of Disney fans that were very unhappy with the news. And, and you know, I, I don't like bringing bad news. And I probably should express that uh, out loud here in terms of, uh, you know, we've got a little bit of flack from uh, uh, individuals who, you know, said maybe we shouldn't have run this story. But my thought, honestly, was that uh, we were providing Disney employees or cast members, as they are called in the stores. I didn't actually know this till after we wrote the article, <laughs> that um, this would give uh, employees more time to seek out new employment because uh, I'm not sure exactly how it's worked. But, uh, you know, Disney has given uh, somewhat limited notice, I think, in terms of uh, uh, letting people know before they close a, lo- a store location. And in this case... We, uh, you know, gave a little bit of advance notice. Not that that was our place to do that, however, of course. But uh, so, Dustin, what was your opinion on uh, on the closures? And what do you think is going to happen with Disney moving forward uh, in terms of, say, uh, people getting products in Canada from stores? Yeah, so it looks like Disney, uh, just from the history of their involvement in the Canadian uh, market, they've basically always sent uh, shipments up from the U.S. We didn't have a, a Canadian distribution center, which means that shopdisney.com is, although the official home of all things Disney merchandise, uh, you're still going to be getting your products from the U.S., which means a lot of uh, back and forth from taxes to duties and, and shipping costs that often double the price of your shopping cart. So uh, we could uh, you know, speculate about what the, the future plans are. Uh, I would love for them to have a distribution center in Canada to help fulfill orders, uh, in addition to possibly doing a store-in-store 
uh, collaboration with uh, one of our retailers because they have recently announced that in the States with a partnership within Target stores. Hmm. So that would be interesting to see how that would come into the Canadian market. There's a handful of stores that could actually accommodate that, and it's fairly easy to, uh, to go down that list. What if it would be Hudson's Bay? I don't know. I'm just thinking in terms of what's a large format retailer that could, uh, you know, take that type of space. I think Toys R Us. Oh, that's a good guess. That, yeah. can you imagine little Disney shopping stores at Toys R Us? I, I think that would be awesome. I, they, they, Toys R Us, if you're listening, do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would love to see that. Um, Disney fans, as we've seen from the the traffic to our website and the comments and the engagement with uh, with this, uh, this community, they're passionate about it. So the business model for Disney coming back into a market like this just makes sense. Yeah, uh, no. Disney had uh, well had eighteen stores in Canada. Um, had closed two already. Uh, one in uh, Mississauga at Square One, one at Cross Iron Mills, just outside of Calgary. There's still sixteen stores mm-hmm. there, and uh, you know, unfortunately, those are all going to close. Some locations are better than others, but uh, some are tremendous. Yorkdale uh, is in a very prominent location, especially as Louis Vuitton and a few other luxury stores have opened nearby. So uh, it's it's quite interesting. But but because Dustin, I think Disney stores have been around since the 1980s, if uh, if I recall. Yeah, the first one opened in Glendale, California, 1987. Uh, Disney within the Canadian market uh, has been around, you know, I believe since the early 90s. Uh, then we started to see the the transformation of how Disney focuses on uh, silos and making sure that certain products, if they are not profitable, they look at selling them off. And that's what happened to the Disney store 2004 to 2008. They were owned by the Children's Place. Uh, the stores, honestly, when you went in at that point in time, were very discounty. Uh, t-shirts, two for 30. Every, all the plush were two for 25. There was a lot of buy one, get one free. Uh, you basically were in a Walmart mentality mm. um, where there was just a lot of discounts and uh, almost like a Barker mentality when you, you were invited in and everything was on sale. Uh, Disney brought the the brand back in, and uh, in 2010 is what we got uh, with this current iteration of the Imagination Park, which are all the the nice and shiny, uh, technologically advanced for the time uh, stores. Uh, unfortunately, they have all started to fall into disrepair, which means that the store either would have to get a full revamp, which would be uh, millions upon millions of dollars if they're looking at doing uh, more than 300 locations or starting from scratch. Now, did you feel that the Disney stores, well, I mean, we'll, we'll speak about Canada specifically. You know, I'm primarily mm-hmm. Do you think they they were innovative and that Disney was taking this seriously? And the reason I ask is I've talked to some analysts who said they weren't surprised because they didn't think that Disney had really put their all into their retail stores. Yeah, the Disney uh, Disney store concept was always uh, you know there. It was where do you go to get your your fix of Disney uh, before you go on your vacation. Or, you know, things in between Black Friday and, uh, you know, Christmas, where to go and get your uh, your presents and such. So, yeah, absolutely. In the Canadian market, uh, obviously, Disney didn't take it seriously because there is no such thing as DisneyStore.ca. So that's the first real big uh, hit within the brand. The other one is recently when they started to move their leadership uh, from within the Canadian market over to the U.S. Hmm. 
And uh, so their uh, district managers and such were based in, uh, I believe, in the States. And there were neighborhood stores that looked after each other up here. But all marketing, all HR, everything like that was all based out of the U.S., which shows me that they weren't going to take that same step that Target did when they set up full operations up here with a fully separate company that they then, you know, went bankrupt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. You know, I guess one of the important questions to ask, too, about Disney is is what about the cast members or employees uh, in the stores? Um uh, what, what do you think the future might hold? Because, you know, I've been told that they're considered quite valuable in terms of other retailers may want to hire them. Oh, absolutely. And every everyone who has Disney on your resume, uh, you're at a, a higher point within the market. Uh, you're highly trainable. You're also a very hard worker. You don't really you're you're the perfect employee um, in certain situations of course let's let's be this uh, be as open and honest as possible um, Disney trains really well Disney is a, a hotbed for really great talent so we're expecting that uh, you know store managers assistant managers shift leaders they're all going to be easily placeable in any organization uh, and we're hearing that there are uh, managers who are already getting offers if not in the process of getting scooped up and for the frontline cast members who are part-time full-time uh, the Biggest thing that we can suggest is get your resume going now and start making those connections. Don't uh, don't wait and uh, don't be afraid to reach out to us at Retail Insider uh, because you never know who we know. Uh, if you have your next career opportunity that you're thinking about and it may not be retail, because let's be honest, a lot of Disney cast members love working for Disney because it's the brand. Uh, we can possibly help uh, facilitate a, a conversation into a different line of retail or even a different career. We're here to share our network as well because we weren't the ones that shut down the the stores. We weren't. We didn't. You know, sign the leases. So we're we're more than happy to help. What do you think uh, about Disney not notifying their employees subsequently, or at least confirming the information that these stores are closing? Because uh, we're recording this podcast three days after the announcement or the information was released by us. Yeah, that doesn't shock me or anyone in the company. Uh, that's basically just the way that Disney does it. Uh, it's not the first time. It's just the way that uh, when a store is notified that they're closing, it's a very quick uh, turnaround. We're talking about three weeks between notification and closure. So what they will do is uh, tell their management, tell their staff, and then put offers out there uh, for an extra couple hundred dollars for folks who will actually stay till the very end. Hmm. Interesting. Now, Dustin, you've got a uh, history with Disney. You also got website Steps to Magic. You've also got a, a terrific podcast. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. And then the second question I would have is, uh, what are you hearing from people that you know at Disney in terms of uh, their feelings around this whole situation? So what's fun with uh, the Disney background is that uh, they're lifelong friends that are um, able to come to you and, and talk about random stuff. Uh, the Disney uh, uh, website that I set up was something called StepsToMagic.com, Disney and Universal Trip Planning website. I basically tell people that I read about cupcakes for a living, or at least did pre-pandemic. So um, yeah, I've been with uh, with the Disney company. I did a couple of uh 
uh, contracts. Um, so I, I am, you know, as much in depth with this brand as, as possible. Uh, friends within the brand, they're all in the same boat where we hate seeing this type of thing go by the wayside. Disney store, uh, we almost feel as though the Disney uh, brand is being taken out of Canada for now. But keep in mind that Disney is understandable that we have a very, there's a very large contingent up here of uh, Disney fans, which means there's a lot of Disney money up here. And uh, a lot of the, the folks who are up here are, you know, Disney Vacation Club members, they they know what it's all about. So I'm assuming that they will come back very, uh, you know, in a, a different way. I don't think we're going to be seeing the exact Disney store uh, concepts stick around. I honestly think that the Disney store name will be retired and that they'll bring out a, a different uh, concept going forward. Very interesting. Oh, my goodness. You know, and honestly, I didn't realize the incredible passion some people have for the Disney brand. Uh, for, for myself, you know, obviously, I wrote an article, put it out. Uh, um, you know, I, I, I just thought it was another unfortunate announcement that we were making. And, and I was really quite surprised to see the outpouring of emotion from, from people all over the place about uh, this announcement. And, and it sort of brought me to remember, you know, Disney past in my own childhood, which I think is something I probably repressed, not more my childhood and less Disney, but I certainly, <laughs> <laughs> I certainly didn't, you know, realize the brand affinity. It actually didn't hit me until you and I were um, doing a chat with Matthew at Best Edmonton Mall. He had done a segment. So on the Monday that we released the article um, that evening, I was actually really surprised and impressed that he was able to put out a full uh, video about uh, the closure of Disney. He actually had us on, we did a phone in and, uh, um, you know, the, the outpouring of emotion was just incredible from, from everyone. Uh, it, it really blew me away and, and kind of opened my eyes to realize that when I'm reporting and doing things with Retail Insider that, you know, what we're reporting on has an impact on people. I mean, I, I knew that already, mm -hmm. but I, I didn't realize the profound impact. And, and on top of that, again, the job loss is certainly something that I'm sensitive to. Uh, we talked about Disney employees being highly desirable to be hired uh, by other retailers, but at the same time, it's not going to be Disney in theory. Um, probably not as fun for them. And for some cast member employees, uh, they may not even want to work in retail again, as you mentioned. Um, maybe they weren't in retail yeah. before, right? Actually, a lot of cast members who are working at Disney store right now, this is their second and third job. Uh, so they they are full-time in other locations, usually not in retail, and they will come and do a couple of shifts every week just to stay within the magic, stay within that concept. And actually what you were talking about is very reminiscent of what I saw um, earlier on in my career when I uh, was with uh, Blockbuster when they shut down. Mm -hmm. And it's that same type of mentality where it just comes out of the blue. The Canadian division was the most profitable division of, uh, of Blockbuster, which is actually the same thing as the Disney stores. Um, Toronto Wheaton Centre, Yorkdale, West Edmonton Mall, they were all uh, some of the most profitable in the, in the entire uh, chain. So when Blockbuster went down, we didn't understand because we were the ones that were making the money. Uh, hmm. But when you look at how many stores were in Canada versus the U.S., it it made sense that money from the Canadian side and, you know, the the store operations were subsidizing the U.S. expansion. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. And, you know, one of the constants, I say, in retail has changed. I've lost so many of the, <laughs> you know, retailers that I liked from, from younger years. Uh, you know, many of them are gone. It, it's incredible. Certainly not all, but uh, uh, it is 
something I think throughout our history that, that we see these changes. In this case, this was not a bankruptcy. If anything, quite the opposite. Disney has a lot of money and, uh, you know, can do with it, I guess, whatever it wants. Uh, I, I would venture to guess that we are going to see something retail related for Disney in the future in Canada, as you mentioned as well, Dustin, that uh, uh, it just makes sense to have a brick and mortar presence to, you know, be able to engage with fans of the brand, super fans, as many of them appear to be. And and it's a place for them to to come and gather. I, I If Disney doesn't do it, they should, because to me, I think it would be a brilliant concept. I just think the store, they probably needed bigger stores, more interactive showrooms, they don't even have to sell stuff so much. I mean, obviously they would want to, they could make a lot of money, but uh, this could become another brand experience. We don't have a Disneyland in Canada. Uh, you know, we have a fairly limited presence, I guess you would say that probably should change. Yeah. Unless you wanted to uh, go back and look at some of the April Fool's Day jokes that were uh, brought out over the years with Disney buying Center Island or Centerville on Toronto islands or buying um, the, the, um, uh, theme park in Vancouver and turning that into a Disney Disney park. Uh, and obviously we have uh, the West Edmonton Mall connection with Disney and Fantasyland and such. So there's a lot that will go into this. Um, I think if you do, if you wanted to do a, a deep dive into the Disney store and how they've tried different things uh, over the years, it's amazing how there's always something new that they're working on. So I don't think this is the end, but I think in terms of the retail insider uh, concept of it, we reported uh, a fact that, you know, the stores are leaving Uh, the cast members, uh, you know, they can definitely try to get answers. I would love for the Disney brand to stand behind their cast members and let them know um, because this isn't the way for a brand to treat their, their employees. Uh, It's, not fun to learn that you're losing your job from various means, but that's unfortunately the way that it is normally set out. So, um, yeah, we're definitely interested to see what those next steps are. Oh, any final thoughts, Dustin, on uh, Disney exiting Canada in its current form for stores? Uh, yeah, I think it's more, I, I would love to see what's next. I would love to, uh, have closure for the, the cast members and for those, uh, those employees who are going to be moving on to that next, uh, challenge, next opportunity, uh, realize that Disney on your resume and on your LinkedIn is a very powerful thing and use that to your advantage during this pandemic world where uh, the retail revolution is going to be coming sooner rather than later. A lot more stores are going to be opening, a lot more new concepts uh, get in at the ground level. Excellent. Thank you so much, Dustin Foos. And thank you everyone for listening here today. We were talking about Disney, sad news, closing its uh, stores in Canada. I'm Craig Patterson, Editor-in-Chief of Retail Insider. Thank you so much for everyone listening. Take care and bye for now. And just a gentle reminder, we do have an email newsletter that you can subscribe to that goes out every weekday morning. And it has a link to the Canadian news from around the web that we've curated from the previous day, as well as links to our recently published articles exclusive to Retail Insider. If you go to our website, retail-insider.com, you can find the subscribe area towards the bottom of our main page, and then you can get that email into your inbox every morning. So thanks everyone for listening, and Craig, thanks for chatting, and chat with you next week.